0: From 1940 to 1945, the United States implemented a program known as the Training Within Industry Program. The Training Within Industry Program had a main purpose and mission, which was to really highlight the importance of training as a daily operational tool for private industry. Of course, TWI had a specific mission as well, which was to support the effort of World War II. And It can be argued that it was one of the major factors by which the United States won the war. Welcome to Stalin Origins, the podcast that takes a look at the past practices of training and development and how they influence our current practices and what are the insights for the future. I'm your host, Alex Alex. Into this episode, we take a look at the training within industry program, how it came about and how it was also linked or perhaps could be the source for popular topics such as the analysis design development implementation and evaluation framework or ADDI, the job instruction cards or job aids, the lean methodology for use by Toyota, the Toyota way and Toyota production system or in other words what it became as well as evidence that TWI established the first performance-based training objective. If you heard the first episode of the season here, the instructor, the man and the job by C.R. Allen, we explore the work of the emergency fleet corporation and C.R. Allen's work as a vocational educator, implementing the Herbarian steps and having great success in training practices that helped us there. So it's naturally that in 1940, with the advent of the events in Europe and uh, World War II, the United States already had a taste of how to prepare and win a war. And with with this involvement in 1941, due to the attacks on Pearl Harbor, December 7th, 1941, the TWI program was already in motion starting in 1940, where two directors of various companies and United States Steel being one of those, the Saucony Oil Company as well. Uh, A gentleman by the name of C.R. Dooley and Walter Dietz were invited to Washington DC to foresee or generate the ideas uh, and help produce this program known as Training Within Industry. It was only supposed to be six weeks. And these folks remained there for five years. So it was a very exciting moment. It's a very exciting time. If you think yourself as a training or business manager, if you're involved in the development of better processes and quality in your organization, this should be very interesting and insightful in terms of a period in which we brought private industry in combination with military and United States government collaborations to produce this amazing program. It's first assignment was actually to improve the staffing of lens grinders. And this were uh, folks that were specialized in 20 different skills, to produce uh, grind lenses that were used in military equipment. Out of the efforts and uh, careful planning, TWI set out 22 district offices all over the United States and that then encompass having experts in specific fields to be trained as instructors. So the idea of having people that know how to do their jobs, then to be instructed on the art and science of instruction. In other words, how to, as they said at the time, put it over, meaning teaching or transfer knowledge. The lens grinding program was a major success, reducing the time to proficiency of a lens grinder from five years to five months. And that is a significant feat considering the time. So how do they do it? The TWI program was encompassed by four different programs within it. And one of the major programs or the first program implemented is the job instruction program. This is the program that focuses on how people learn to do their jobs. The main highlights of it is that people learn by doing so they have to learn in the production floor and doing the specific skill. This incorporated C.R. Allen's work of modifying the Harbarshan steps from John F. Harbart, which was a German philosopher educator as well. And he turned those steps into the sequence of four steps known as show, do, act, and check. So what that means in terms of instruction is that you will show a learner how to do a specific job skill, then they will, you will will illustrate and show a learner a specific job skill, and then they will watch you do it, or they will do it with you. Then, To summarize those steps, it includes that you will teach someone how to do something. In other words, you will show it. Then you will have a person, the person will watch you do it or you do it together. After that they will put it in play and they will get the evaluation on point or evaluation at that time with feedback on how to improve it. And this process is iterative. And that's what leads to actual true learning, let's say, in a working environment. It's the motion, it's the notion of having application first and feeding into theory rather than theory in general principles that will lead at some point to maybe little to no application. So the job instruction module pretty much focuses on that element of having the worker uh, be instructed by an expert and following the specific steps and feedback achieved the results because folks were actually, we have to understand the times, uh, as well, where folks were eager to work. They were very interested in getting a job, obviously, because we were coming from the depression in the United States, the great depression as it is known. And, it was an opportunity for folks to recoup their debt or, and after that, even save, um, to have a better future. This brought in a situation that was quite interesting because we had a shortage of men and women. Of course, there were women involved in what was called the WAVES program in the military in supporting World War II, but obviously the majority of the force was men that were serving abroad. So that shortage of labor then brought in women, and that created the iconic image of Rosie the Riveter. As an interesting fact, in the height of the TWI program in 1942, The iconic image of Rosa the Riveter is produced to help recruit women into the war production effort. Just to remind you, check the links in the episode. The real life Rosa the Riveter was actually Geraldine Hoff Doyle, and she was, uh, went to be, was a model as well. And uh, according to a story in an article here that you can find the link in the episode, she actually quit only worked for two weeks in within the plant because she witnessed or heard or learned that her predecessor had injured her hand uh, working with a machine press. So I guess that brings more emphasis to the need or the importance for training at that point. The three other programs involved were the Job Relations Program, which is a great program in the sense that is very linked to organizational development. So it's looking at the needs of the workers. So in other words, relationships between the supervisor and the workers and obviously managers and supervisors. So that program emphasized everyday recognition of people as individuals, letting people know how they're getting along, how they're doing in their job and have specific conversations. So it can be sort of, let's say, predicted or prevented that any events affecting the emotional well-being of workers is addressed. Giving credit where credit is due and making the best use of people's ability. Obviously this is the beginning of leadership programs and available in making supervisors aware of how to best serve their workforce in terms of the steps involved for supervisors to kind of get this going is to get the facts first. So very similar to an analysis weigh and decide. So weigh the situation and decide, take action and check results. And obviously the steps are then reinforced when you look at programs such as the lean methodology, uh, which is to reduce waste and to improve efficiency. The jobs methods program is a way for supervisors or really expert workers to improve the processes and document those processes. In other words, it leads to performance improvement and it can be seen as pretty much some of the birth of performance improvements. So Although people can also argue that Francis Taylor's uh, scientific management back in 1902, I believe, or 1900 was the beginning of that. However, TWI breaks it down in steps, the steps for a supervisor to really consider improving a process or skill is to break down the job, uh, see what all the moving materials working with machines and working with hands and tools, how all applies into the operation, then question every detail. So it has the specific basic questions that we will do in any needs analysis, which is why are things necessary? What is the purpose? where should it be done? When should it be done? And who is best qualified to do it? How is the best way to do it as well? So this breaks down in terms of job qualifications and competencies. Uh, We can see a direct connection there. After that, the supervisor will develop a new method and by developing a new method, they will try to eliminate unnecessary details and maintain make the job as simple as possible without losing any substance of it and have uh, specific steps that you can see there in the literature. Once that's done, you apply the method and then see whether it had any impact or what impact does have, then give credit and incorporate the elements of the job relations program into the job methods program. So these three programs, pretty much lay out the foundation for employees, supervisors, and the line of management to um, deal with the situation at hand, problems, improve performance problems at work, and also a best way to communicate with each other. What are some of the great contributions of TWI? Well, there is a pattern or method of attack that as they called it at the time, which was how to solve the performance problems in the corporation or the organization. And that was perhaps the beginnings of what we know today as ADDI. And in that situation, the first step is to analyze, to diagnose and be sure of the underlying causes of a problem and find evidence and also determine whether the problem can be solved um, you know, with the least amount of, let's say, resistance. There, the second plan, the second step there is to plan, and that is to organize, think through, which makes sense. And they say that's the next logical step: waiting and deciding, and then uh, uh, execute. So in other words, put something done. They call it getting things done, taking action, and uh, is specifically called out there that this is where the line executive gets busy. And after that evaluate so evaluation is checking up making sure that everything that was hoped and planned for results uh, was actually attained and if it doesn't then um, you know get rid of what doesn't work so very interesting that this is mentioned at this point we discussed also or mentioned before that there is a clear definition between education and training so education is called to be or known to be at the time that education is for rounding out of the individual and the good of society. It is general, provides background, increases understanding, as opposed to training, which training is for the good of planned production. It is a way to solve production problems through people. It is a specific and helps people acquire skill through use of what they have learned. And I think there's a key component there that we have to really pay attention to today because today we're calling things learning and that takes it back to a very nebulous concept, the same as what education meant. Training is specific and training requires the acquisition of skill applied on what people have learned. They surmise this as saying that people have to learn to do jobs. They can learn by being trained or they can learn through mistakes through gradual catching on as they call it. So learning by doing is good. If it's planned training, learning by accident or by exposure, it's only a hope and represents a serious charge against get managed. That means that you can have employee injuries. We can imagine the rest, right? Employee injuries, dissatisfaction, higher turnover and all those things. The impetus of, emphasizing training is uh, mentioned here as well in the in a recount in the training report as well in the so the impetus and the importance of training for organizations at the time was emphasized in the TWI report which is available here in the episode and also by someone named Francis Kirkpatrick who was part of the TWI headquarters staff. I'm still on the search finding who was this Francis Kirkpatrick and there's any relation or connection to Donald Kirkpatrick who's known to be the father of the levels of evaluation for training. Francis Kirkpatrick does mention that uh, in the emphasis of things and how it was, let's say conveyed to the organization and what TWI organized training is a multiplying process. Once persons know how and can do spread to many. So no plant can afford to ignore this useful device saying the training is an operational daily device and it should be done every day. You can eat the seed corn or plant it. You can tie your children's shoes or you can help them learn to tie their own shoes. I love how they illustrate that, right? It's almost like when we hear the proverb, you can give a man a fish, or you can teach him how to how to fish for a lifetime. So in plants, you can repair machines, do work over, pay the accident costs, or you can train people to do work correctly. In wartime, such wasteful practice was against natural interests. In peacetime, Competition takes care of poor business management. That is a powerful statement. In other words, if you don't train your individuals, if you don't train your workforce, they'll go somewhere else. And that's especially true today. Because training is more than just equipping people with skill. Training is a symbolism for caring for people. And I strongly believe that. So a summary of the results was reported in 1943 and show that many companies increase production by over 500% and reduce the time that it took to train people by 90%, which meant to accomplish the key components of any training program, which is to equip people with knowledge and skills they need, obviously save time and money from the business side, of course, and have a development program in place for everyone from the individual contributor position to supervisor to manager. And So the last program was uh, the program development program program development was actually the end result of a program that originally was called the training director institute or training director program, the way to prepare new training directors. The top level, pretty much, of training and development, and but end up being the program development uh, program, and that is because many of the production supervisors were attending this conferences that were held at General Motors, the General Motors Institute in Flint, Michigan, and then subsequent conferences there. So in summary, we can say that TWI program is something that every learning professional should definitely read and learn about because out of there we get the bare bones, let's say, basis for Addy. We have the job instruction cards or the job aids, and we also get the hint of the first Performance based objective. And that is something that a supervisor will give a worker, or how a supervisor will make a statement of how to evaluate the performance of a worker. And that statement reads as follows So, fill in the blank, worker's name should be able to do, fill in the blank, what job, and do it, fill in the blank, how well, by what date. So in here, we have the specifics of every thing that a learning or performance-based learning objective should be. It matches the ABCD model as described by Michael Melinda and based of Robert Magger's preparing educational behavioral objectives, which states that the audience, worker's name, should be able to do what job? And that is the behavior. And do it how well, which is the conditions and degree and by what date. So the date is important as well because everything is measured and there should be a plan or what they called at the time, have a plan, something to shoot at. This was sort of the guidance given to supervisors. In other words, have a plan and have a specific goal as to setting up what is called the job instruction timetable. Well, I hope you found this fascinating because on my own experience, having a degree, a master's degree in training and education, never heard from this evidence at all in my program. Maybe it's just a situation of misalignment, who knows? But if you are also a graduate in any of the fields of learning and development and you didn't hear about this evidence, how would you feel about it? How would you search more for it? I really recommend that you read into it. The TWI effort, obviously the program ended in 1945 because as anything else, there wasn't a need anymore. The war was over and companies, as it could probably be seen in the literature, went back to doing what they do best. Just as it is now, as it was then, businesses were reluctant to invest in training or invest too much into training. And that led to obviously drops in performance and consequences. What is known though, is that the TWI efforts or many of the directors that were involved in TWI went on to found what is known today as the association for talent development at the time named the American Society of Training Directors, which was founded in 1943. That is known because if you search, if you're a member of ATD, you can search in their archives and there are articles showing where TWI directors were part of the chapter meetings in the local cities, which is now today known as ATD chapters in many cities. I hope this was helpful to you and it has brought uh, a bit more of beauty and passion to the profession that we love. It's my pleasure to share this, uh, facts with you and thank you for listening. Hey, would you like to be part of this podcast? Please make sure you go to our anchor site and drop a message, even describing any topics you would like to have researched, or if you would like to participate in the podcast in an episode, this is open to anyone it's not based on any type of expertise or research or anything like that. We would just have a conversation about the topics and have quite a bit of fun learning more.